health information from experts, supported by research. From University of Utah Health, this is thescoperadio.com. Sometimes when you start eating healthier, you actually feel worse at first. I'm going to talk about common negative reactions that are short-term to eating healthier. Stacey McIntosh, she is a registered dietitian, also an assistant professor of nutrition at University of Utah. So is it normal when somebody goes from eating perhaps not as healthy to eating healthier that they're going to experience some negative side effects? Not necessarily. It depends on where you're coming from and where you're going to. So what did you eat before and how much did you change that? All right. So, you know, maybe uh, half healthy, half not. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) the more you change your diet, the more you're going to have an adjustment period that you're going to have to go through. So if you're eating a lot of fast food all the time and then all of a sudden you're going to raw vegetables and fruits... Expect a couple of weeks. That's going to be kind of nasty. It's going to take some some adjustment for sure. So a lot of times our gut is populated with bacteria. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's always populated with bacteria. And it gets specific to the types of foods that we're eating. When you change that and you're eating more fruits or vegetables, then the type of bacteria that populates your gut is going to change with it. Oh. And that takes an adjustment period. And that will result in gas and bloating and a change of the population of that Excuse bacteria. Me. If you already said this, I'm sorry, but so the bacteria actually probably helps you digest and you need to get the right kind for the new food. Exactly. We all have bacteria in our gut and it's part of our happy gut flora. And there's a healthy population of, of a variety of bacteria. And then there's not so much of a healthy population. So you got to get rid of the fast food bacteria, <laughs> get some fresh fruit bacteria in there. You're introducing the good bacteria as you eat more fruits and vegetables. And then that's going to start changing the okay. whole flora. What about um, constipation and diarrhea? Is that the same thing going on there? Some of it will be. Some of it may be that you've gone from a low fiber diet to a pretty high fiber diet without a transition period and without enough water during that time. So I always recommend that if someone's going from a pretty low fiber diet, so the average American eats 13 grams of fiber a day, and the average recommendation is between 25 and 38 grams a day. Oh, wow. So So almost half. we're we're pretty low fiber community in, in general. So if we're going from a low fiber diet to a high fiber diet, we need a little transition period and we need to increase the amount of water and activity that we're doing so that it helps get things healthy and not result in constipation. Is that another enzyme issue? It's not an enzyme issue Okay, because we don't digest fiber. So there's no enzyme to digest fiber, but it's just a matter of the fiber sucks in water Mm -hmm. and that's what helps make an easier stool to Mm -hmm. pass. But if you don't have the extra water for it to suck in, then it becomes constipation. All right. What about uh, like brain fog? I feel like when I start my new diet, sometimes I get brain fog. I'm not as sharp as I used to be. What could be going on there? You know, I would have to find out more about what you were eating before and then what you changed to. I would expect, um, I expect to hear those kind of questions sometimes when I have a patient who's going to a low carbohydrate diet or going to a paleo diet or going to some extreme diet where they don't have enough carbohydrates intake. And then it will make you feel like a brain fog because you don't have enough basic glucose for the brain. So you can eliminate too many carbohydrates. Absolutely. Oh, okay. What about fatigue and low energy? Is that a carbohydrate issue again? Yeah, your basic, your primary source of fuel for every cell in the body is glucose. 
Could it be just more calories would be the solution for something like that? Or does it need to be carbs? It needs to be glucose. You're going to use glucose for your brain. You're going to use glucose for energy for every cell in the body. And you can get that glucose from breaking down glycerol from fatty acids or from turning amino acids into glucose. But that's just another step that your body has to go through. So if it has available glucose, then you have available energy for the cells. What about uh, headaches? What could cause that if you're changing from one philosophy of eating to another? A lot of different things. So sometimes if people are going into using a lot of uh, non-nutritive sugar replacements, so saccharin, aspartame, all those type things, if you normally drink soda and then you go to a diet soda, that can give people headaches a lot of times. Oh, interesting. And also if you're going to a really low-carbohydrate diet, your brain uses glucose. And every cell in your brain uses glucose and it wants glucose. And if you don't have enough glucose available, if you're on either a very low calorie diet, you're not getting enough fluids or you're not getting enough glucose, regardless of the calorie amount, that would be a typical recipe for a headache. Okay. How about extreme cravings? Now, all of a sudden I want everything that's not good for me anymore. That's human nature. That's Mm -hmm. what that is? Yep. That's human nature. As soon as you say you can never have chocolate again, that's Mm -hmm. all you're going to think about. Yeah. So that's why it's probably good to maybe allow yourself a little. That's why everything in moderation. A little taste. All right. Mm -hmm. What about uh, going through withdrawals of uh, things like caffeine or sugar? Are there withdrawal symptoms to those types of things? Absolutely. When you look at someone's MRI scan, for example, and you look at the result that it has on the brain for sugar versus nicotine, it's the same area of the brain that gets stimulated. Wow. So it it does trigger, certainly not an addiction like nicotine would, but it's triggering the same areas of the brain. So you can experience those withdrawals. All right. And some headaches might be caused by getting rid of the bad stuff and you're actually going through withdrawals. Sure. Wow. When somebody goes on a new diet, what words of advice do you have for them to get through this process? Because I'd imagine some of these things actually stop people from eating better. Absolutely. I say one step at a time. Don't change everything overnight. If you have gained excess weight, you gained it one gram at a time. Let's think about losing it one gram at a time, not changing everything all at once. And keeping in mind that eating is a basic enjoyment of life. If you're changing to a diet that is really not that enjoyable, then why do that? Why not just start on something that you plan to do the rest of your life because it's healthy and it's enjoyable and you and your entire family can do it. Have a question about a medical procedure? Want to learn more about a health condition? With over 2,000 interviews with our physicians and specialists, there's a pretty good chance you'll find what you want to know. Check it out at thescoperadio.com.